hard working every day. Not a lazy mom, got no time to play. Always on the go. You stuck on the flow, but it's time for the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to our first live episode of Not For Lazy Moms. We want it all, we do it all. And y'all know my motto, if you heard season one, if you look good, you feel good. Now, I look pretty darn good, but I'm feeling like a mess right now with this big behind baby in me. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Sarah, from the popular podcast, Hey Phrase. She's amazing. Isn't she hilarious? She's a mess. (laughs) She is the truth. And I want to thank everybody for coming out tonight. Every one of you. Oh, my God. This is amazing to see this packed house right now. Just to see my whole vision coming to pass is amazing. Thank you. Give yourselves an applause. And to all the husbands who came with their wives tonight, you know you're going to get some, right? Like every last one of y'all, and why I'm trying to handle this. So when we do the next podcast, I hope they do. You know, they'll come again. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. So tonight, (laughs) so tonight we are going to have so much fun. We have some amazing guests, and at the end, we're going to do question and answer session. Keep all your questions pertaining to the podcast, of course, and we're just going to have a good time. We're talking about bonus children. Bonus children, an instant family. How difficult or easy is it to marry a person or date a person who already has children? What happens when the biological mother or father purposely make it difficult for the new spouse? So is saying do it for the kids easier said than done? Um, Is it important for the adults to get along and work on their relationship for the sake of the kids? So my question is always, if you have multiple baby mamas, how do you keep a stress-free environment? I don't know anything about any of this because I only had babies with this dude right here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and he didn't have any. But we had our stories before, you know, we got married. And I just want to know, like, everybody's perspective before we started introducing the guests. Like, Chris, what, what, you know, what, what's up with you dating people with kids? Did you ever do that before me? It really wasn't dating. It was kind of like a, you know, hit and run type situation. <laughs> I knew for a fact. I didn't have kids. I was I'd never been married before, so I didn't really want to be with somebody that already had kids. And you know, I'm not looking down on them. I'm not saying that I'm better than them. But at the end of the day, I didn't want to be, deal with that baby daddy pulling up over there. I'm worried about <laughs> is he bigger than me or not? And I got to deal with that every week. I'm like, no, not oh, me. Lord. I knew for a fact it was a hit and run situation. That's it. I'm keeping it moving. Lord, pray for her if he's bigger than you. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Lord. Hold so on, like, keep it clean, keep it yeah. clean, we keep gonna, it clean. We're going to keep it how we do it. We got we're cold words for real... everything. Okay. We got cold words now. for everything. I don't know how many people listen to the first season of Not For Lazy Moms, but if you did, you know what sloppy toppy means. You know what mushy gushy means. And if you don't, you need to go back and listen so you can catch up. Can we just tell them what it is? I think they can figure it out. Okay. I will yeah, hope so. Yeah, I will especially hope so. we don't need you telling us, Hank. So, no Ali, I would never so quick, do that. Chris already, Chris already established he only deals with hittable quittables. So in, in that, that type of in situation. In that type of situation. Things are different now. God forbid if something happened to us, I have my own kids, then I would give somebody a chance if they had kids. No, you wouldn't. God forbid. Well, I'm never getting married again, us, so it is what it is. If anything, I'm all in. if anything happened to us, I'm taking the third leg with me. <laughs> It's not leaving me. That means you cutting it off? I'll put it on dry ice. And you cutting oh it off. And if he comes back, I'll give it back to you. We can do it like that. You might want well to shoot me. She's trying to cut yourself off. You ain't bro. about to leave me with three big old babies. Shoot, I'd be darned. You ain't about to leave me uh, hangless. Well, oh. we'll see. We'll see. Oh, but, man. Hank, I really would love to know 
your perspective because well, Hank, you know, if anybody knows anything about Hank, Hank stayed with a random. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, come on. Come so on. do your randoms that. have babies? No, abs- Well, of course. I mean, I dealt with randoms that had babies and random for lack of a better word. But at the end of the day, I can deal with a woman that have children. I mean, she knows there's no commitment coming after that. There's nothing to look forward to. At the end of the no, stop it. At the end of the day, she's gonna get what she wants and what I want, and that and you know, and that's done. Like that's it. It's 24 hours. After that, I can't guarantee nothing else. After that, that's it. Like no, seriously. After that, I can't guarantee nothing else. I'm just oh, a 24-hour person. So Straight I remember. Like I remember you told a story one time about a girl that you did. You know, you wanted to take Well, I didn't do or... nothing with this girl because this girl was, her children was not trained. Normally, See, you've been around, around, you've been around like Melania this. and Christopher too it's much. It's like this. Melania and Christopher, at a young age, they would go to sleep at 12 o'clock. They were like really trained. Moni got this thing down, packed to a science. So when I look at other women and I deal with them, especially if they have children, I already, I already think that they have their children on a schedule. This woman did not have a schedule. Her kid was up at seven, didn't go to sleep till I left. And that was so annoying because I came there for one reason. I wanted some mushy gushy. I wanted some sloppy toppy. Every man in here, before y'all got knocked up, tied up, y'all was just like me. So I'm going to say what y'all want to say, but y'all can't say right now. So, yeah, that was my issue, or that's what happened with me with a woman with children. You know, I always wonder when people are dating and they have kids, are they looking for a spouse or are they looking for a father figure mm-hmm. or a mother figure? You know, I would love to know how you can separate that when you're trying to be in a relationship. You want to find somebody that's good for you, but also good for the child. Right. I've seen situations mm-hmm. where they actually will just want to find a father or right. A, right. a mother, you know, and, they, and, and it's like what happens once, you know, they right. grow up and they're at the house. And if there's no chemistry, but they're like, oh, man, but they're so good with my kids. Right. I've heard that. Right. What do you do? Right. But yeah. that is so messed up if that's the case, though. Well, we're going to hear from some people when we get them on stage because I'm sure some of them have the, had this situation happen. But, Ali, what's your take on it? I know you're married, <sighs> and Ali's expecting. Yes, she has I Congratulations, Ali. Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like, okay, if we're talking present time, would I date someone with kids? I have a two-and-a-half-year-old right now who has been <laughs> the biggest asshole to me lately so it's like I can't even I feel like it'd be so hard for me to bite my tongue and and not parent somebody that I was dating who had kids right also I was a bonus child and my parents did it so wrong when like we merged families and they kept us all very separate where they were always my step family they were never my family wow so I feel like because of how I was raised and all that I wouldn't be able to do it. Plus, the idea of having a crazy ex in the picture, like you were saying, exactly. Chris. I, no, thank you. Bye, bye. No, no. Right. So right. y'all just the jealous type. I know. Well, I told my husband. Oh, what? <laughs> what? I was saying bigger than me. I mean, it'd be the opposite for you. You don't hurt Chris. Yeah. But right now, I just want to know: for the kids, do they ever feel caught in the middle? So I know you had that experience as a bonus child. Did yeah. you ever feel like you were caught in the middle of both of your parents? So surprisingly, as separate as... So my parents, they both remarried into families that had kids. So I have stepbrothers, step-siblings on both sides. And my parents were very separate with the step-siblings. But when it came to them parenting, when it came to my mom and my dad parenting, my sister and I, they were 
so cordial to each other where it was like we'd all go to the movies as a family even though they were divorced wow. you know but we wouldn't include our step family it was very weird <laughs> it was bizarre actually so i just have one last question yeah. before we get our first guest to the stage i wonder what a person would do if the child is disrespectful to the new person that comes that, along. Because me, I'ma just put it like this, me. without even all of the dating stuff and the, the bonus children and all of that. You don't play that. Don't bring your kids around me if I can't correct them. Yeah, right. you always like, say that. Do not. Like, because that's gonna be the first thing I do is go off. Right. But in a nice day, motherly but, way. But in a new relationship, would you do that? Heck yeah. I guess it wouldn't be a new relationship because you're probably like, you know, a couple Well, it depends. In. I wonder how long it's yeah, going to take would. for the person to bring their kid around me. But once you bring around me, that's that's free game. <laughs> like, I get to let them know. Like, I don't play that. No. Because my kids say, please, thank you, and all of that stuff. You know what's crazy? Seriously. You, <laughs> you know what's crazy? And my outlook on that is there has to be understanding. Hmm. Um, if I meet a woman and she has kids, I'm going to have that conversation once we know what's serious. I don't think it ever gets serious. But if I got to be around <laughs> this child, can I correct this child? Can I chastise? Is that the word? Is that the word? Chastise? Okay. That's a downside. Good job. Okay. okay. You know, I'm, I'm trying all my big downside. words tonight. I'm trying all my big words. You know, can I correct? Can I chastise? You know. Uh, you should have only said it once. <laughs> Ali, I got something for you after that. Oh, and then you know, you know, I know I'm on you now. Mm -hmm. No, but no, but real stuff though. At the end of the day, if I can't correct this child, send his little ass to the room, or, or, tell his mother, you know, to put leather to that butt, we gonna have some issues. I mean, that's just the end of the day. I mean, put I'm, leather you know, to that butt. What does that mean? With that, you know, correction. I you know, look, I, I some don't, of that stuff. But I do I don't feel believe in beating my some kids. Of that, oh, so nobody correct they. No, we were abused. No, Hank, we For were real? abused in our day. Oh, man. It is yeah. 2019. No. Oh, so we got to right. be politically correct out here. We got to be politically correct. Spank. Can we just keep it real? It's called Spain. Who believes in timeout around here? Timeout? Oh, my God. No, I I, no we don't do timeouts. We spank. Okay, that's what I was no, saying. I don't. Spank? That's the same thing. No, we got beat in my day. Oh, you're talking about you got spanked. My kids, I just give them a little pop on the hand or I send them to their room. That's about it. But listen, I'm really excited about our first guest. I think Sarah is going to give us some details yes. on who we have coming to the stage. Um, Hank sounds like an awful step-parent. <laughs> Every single mother in here is now like, pass. Pass. What'd you, what'd you say? What'd you say, Sarah? Who even says that? Says what? The belt thing. Yeah. Man, come on. Everybody does it. I mean, if they ain't got to... Come on. No one admits it. Come, well, admit it's this shit. It's 2018. We lock them up right now. Walk in your truth, okay? I mean, I'm not real religious like that, but walk in your own truth. Okay, look, we have a giveaway before we get our first guest on. Um, My L Hair Care has been generous enough to give this fabulous gift to somebody in the audience tonight. It's a honey and ginger styling gel, honey and ginger flexible hold edge gel, healthy hair adult vitamins, shampoos, conditioners, so much more. So Monique is going to pick the winner. Uh-oh. And you have a little ticket number. I think we're going to read the ticket number. And hold on to your ticket because you're going to collect your prize at the end of the show. Okay, so who has ticket number 105012? Oh, wait, say it one we, more time. Oh, she's got it. 105012. Woo! Yes! Woo! Congratulations. 
Where she gets that? Congrats. She got the Mayel. Oh, I love that stuff. I use it. I use it on my kids. It's amazing. It's so bomb. Okay, are you all ready for your first guest? Yes. yes. Let's do oh, it. my Let's Lord. Do it. This man is a handful, okay? Uh, when he's not out boozing, he's gardening. And, uh, yeah, former NFL player. He's such a little hottie, too. Former Redskins player, Fred Smoot. Welcome him to the stage. Woo! Come on up here, you little gardener. Get your green thumbs up here. Who gardens anymore? Fred Smoot coming to the stage. I mean, who gardens? I'm from Mississippi, baby. I have to garden. Oh, Lord, what do you like? What's your favorite thing to grow? Uh, tomatoes, lettuce, carrots, <laughs> eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Smooth? Uh, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> so listen, somebody told me that you had a lot of experience. I got lots whole, of experience. In this whole <laughs> realm of bonus children and dating and all of that yep, good yep, stuff. Yep, yep. So I'm gonna just go ahead and start with the first question. Is it different dating with children now that you're tired versus when you were playing? Uh, I guess the only thing different is now that I'm retired, I got you know, I got time to actually be a parent. You know, when, you, when you're playing the game, you know, the moms kind of dominate the time sharing that. And, and with me having a, a child that I actually have 24-7, so it's just me and him, I have to be a, a real hands-on mom and a dad. So I don't think it's different. Like me, myself, I only date divorcees, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't been divorced before, I don't want to date you. <laughs> just taught me that, Fred. No, no, no. Look I just you told that, you the plus in that. Exactly. I don't want no girl, no girl that just thinks, still believe in that white picket fence. Like everything's going to be perfect in what it is. I need somebody that's been brought down to earth by life. <laughs> and, and it's bonuses to that. Think about this. You date a divorcee. She already got the kids she want. She got the house she want because he left it. She got <laughs> half of his money. You that's know right. why she dating you. Well, she, I mean, she well, dating you for a good She purpose. might have been the one to make the money, though. Hey, it doesn't matter who makes the money. We she don't got discriminate. it. The judge is going to give it to her. The judge is going to give it to her. She got it yep. at the end of the day. So, yes, I date divorcees. Okay. <laughs> With kids. By the way, Hank's eyes right now are like, you're on to something. This is no. great. This oh, no, is this is I great. I should have thought of this two years ago. I mean, seriously, that is a great... Hey, think about this. I love being the guy sitting in the living room when the dad come pick up the kids. <laughs> I'm the guy sitting in the living room. I like what he did to the basement. I enjoy it all the time. Me and my friends, you know what I'm saying? He be like, hey, I came to pick up the kids. I'm like, hold up, hold up. They ain't finished their homework yet. Come on. <laughs> Hold on, we'll chill right quick. Let, let them finish what they do, and they need to mow the yard before they leave. So I enjoy being that dude. So do you ever have any issues with it's your nice kids coming together sure. with the, you know, the, the the new girl that you're dating, her kids? Is there ever any drama or anything no, like that man, going on? No, man, the thing about it is, grown-ups, like, life is very simple. Right? Life is not complicated. We as grown-ups complicate life. And kids don't do that. They, they still pure heart. They don't care. They look at each other as family. Like, the more family they can have together, the more fun they can have. Like, if you get enough kids together, you don't have to watch them no more. <laughs> I, know, I know that's right, friend. <laughs> you can't watch them no more. So they don't look at things as hard as we do. And if people really that's look true. at the situation they're in with somebody they dating that might have kids, nobody cares what's going on in your life. You yeah. care so much that you, you, you just... 
you feel like it's oppression when it's really not oppression. They kids and they small people. They're not kids. They they right. we spend more time as a grown up in life than we do as kids. So at the end of the day, kids in a house is temporary. I don't care how young they are. Eventually sure. they leave. I, I I make sure all of them is on a tight eighteen thirty program. That's eighteen years and thirty days, and you getting tired of here. Like that's just the way it goes. Hold on, so I got a question. Go ahead. So under any circumstances, would you ever date a woman that's not married or a divorcee? Would you ever jump back into that? I don't know. That's a hard well to dig I in. I mean, even like, if she makes a bomb, no, no, her she had the booty. She had her, no, 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 no. Her expectations are so high. Yeah. You need to be so perfect with her. Yeah. She has no humility. Yeah. She, she doesn't know life yet. Yeah. Everybody that hits on her is ready to take her Preach, to man. France or Rome. She don't know yeah. what real life is about. She I, don't want know. A, I want a woman scarred by Ooh. life. I want a woman being there. You know what I mean? That's what I want. I feel you, dog. <laughs> so you don't have you don't have any issues if you dating a woman and she like tries to correct your kids or tries to parent them like no hey, experiences. No, like that. I don't because it take a village to raise kids. Yeah. Kids are more prone okay. to talk to an uncle or auntie about what's really going on to them than a parent. Mm-hmm. All right. So yes, if you need to, as long as you tell me you about to, you know, and they respectful to and the they kid. respectful. Like yeah. if they disrespectful, yeah, you put them in their place. Cause I, hey, if your kid visit my house, if I take my bed off, the neighbors start running. I don't care. <laughs> if they need to be disciplined, I'm from Mississippi. Thank We're you. going to discipline them and make sure they're okay. Hey, like I said, if your kids are really in love with you and like you so much and as teenagers, you ain't raising them right. They should hate you as teenagers. Right. Like, that's who raising their kids, right? If your kids hate you, you're doing a great job. <laughs> That's what's wrong with a lot of parents. Okay. They want to be the friends. They want to be right. friends. They yeah. got enough friends. It's time for somebody to be parents. They'll come back in their late twenties and thirties and forties and love you to death. You're right about yep. that, bro. That's true. So That's I, true. Like, I went through that with my parents. Yeah. I feel like you know you're saying you're date. You'll basically date any divorcee with. Good Sorry, credit. Right, rough around the edges. There's a lot of us. We need <laughs> to have good credit. basement, exactly. Yeah. The works. Yeah. So, what is a red flag then for you when it does? When uh, it comes I to don't dating? date women that got kids that don't live with them. That tells me everything. Okay. And you can meet a lot of ladies today because I got a couple homeboys. We are legitimately raising our kids as single men. Mm-hmm. We don't go out there and ask for the pub from it. But a lot of women you can meet today and you'd be like, yeah, they'd be like, yeah, I got two kids, but the, he, they live with their father. Well, why? Because <laughs> yeah. usually that's kids are more point. prone to want to be with the mom True. naturally. Right. So that's a turn off to me. They tell me you're running from responsibility, even though it's temporary. Mm-hmm. That's True. interesting. That's real good. At least until they become adults and then yeah, they move yeah. back with the dad. Oh, but, once they're 18, kick nah, them but, out. No, no <laughs> doubt. But when they're young, you know, most of the time, nine, at least 95 They want to be with the mom, no even doubt. though they can be truly in love with the daddy. They want to, you know, especially boys, they want to protect their mom. Now, girls, on the other hand, little Lead girls to tend to want to be with their dad a lot more than mom. I, I hate to say that. Well, that's true because they know that they can push the daddy over. No, they know they can <laughs> talk they to want. daddy. They can talk to the dad about anything, but mom already has this plan in her head who she wants her daughter to be. And anything that strays off of that path, mom is lethal. She's like a snake. Like she, she, she's not going right, to give right, bro. You're right, preach. But just going to sit there and listen. Like, you all right? Yeah, I'm just going to listen. You got to hear all right. You're you know? so right. You just summed up my, like, my relationship with my mom. You're so right on that. <laughs> like, right. You, can, you can't have too many grown women in yeah. one house. Yeah. Right, that's just the way it goes. That's why this better be a boy. <laughs> like, seriously. It might be two it boys. Be I don't know. <laughs> Locus is my boy. I don't give a damn. 
Oh, that's country Alabama up in there. That's eggs and grits and bacon right there. Oh, that's old Baby in there, big as I don't know what. Giving birth to a dang on three month old. Uh, ain't that right? He's gonna, he gonna come out with a beard and a mustache. You know what I'm saying? Talk about one. Just like my son did. Man, them babies don't play. Them Sunday babies don't play. Dear Lord, have mercy. He, I thought for a second y'all might be witnessing birth on this stage. I went to the doctor yesterday. And they talking about you already dilated a centimeter. I'm like, well, dang, I just we turned 36 weeks. We don't need that to happen weeks. tonight. We don't need that to happen tonight. Hey, if you, if you ever there for birth, man, just stay up there where, where the face at, where the head <laughs> Hold her hand and kiss her. Do not go to the opposite side, please. It'll never be the same for you. You're right about it'll, that, bro. It'll never be the same for you. Oh, Lord. Well, unless you have that, you know, unless you have that snapback. Uh, I don't know, Some man. of us are blessed with. I don't know, that man. Hold on. Look you said unless you Come got on, what? Man. We on stage, man. I'm Come rubbing on. a genie in the lamp. <laughs> I'm trying to put a baby on the baby later on. Like, Come on, man. This shit is normal. This is what they do. I ain't no wrong with this. This is what they do. Hey, I know. I'm Keep I'm your hands off my cousin's butt. The restaurants don't stop them. I'm terrible, man. Well, look, I got one last question for you before we wrap things up with you. Have your children ever become so attached to someone? that you've dated only to be disappointed when a relationship oh, didn't work out. You're Ooh. totally right about it. <laughs> no, no, it oh, happens. Oh, man, I got all like, emotional on this Like, man. you can, no, literally, you can date a woman that's so good to your kids, mm -hmm. but you can see the days ending in y'all relationship. Uh. And, and you just don't want to leave because she treats your kids so well. Like, she's a great example. So she, at what point do you in love stability? Right. And once we get stuck in stability... We will we would do without a couple things just to, just so the house good. Women, when they fed up, they got a plan. Anytime you come home as a man, this for all y'all, even if it's good now, and it's a group of women in your living room drinking wine, you in trouble. You was the hey, subject. <laughs> you going down, and it ain't long now. I'm a, hey, friend, I'm, listen, I'm a true believer. If a woman has a man on death, sorry he had this man two months ago. Oh, this oh is most definitely. They this is not nothing that happened us. last night. When, they, when we lead in, we ain't even got nowhere to go. Exactly. <laughs> we lead in, we be like, man, I'm calling my homeboys. Like, they have planned. They got everything they set got up. They got this shit they figured out, the kids, brother. the grandma and them. You know what I'm saying? Everything they done had to do. It's a different, it's a different breed of animal. I agree, right, Fred. Man. No, Fred, you, you know, you always amazing. Oh, this dude amazing. is hilarious. He always comes through, and I need him. So I appreciate you being here, brother. And um, we need to get somebody else on the stage because you about to just be up here the whole night. Oh, I don't like the way she's kicking you off, Fred. I'm here to I don't like the way she's kicking you off, Fred. Like I say, you got your version, I got the truth. Yeah. Y'all better make sure y'all go ahead and write your questions down for Fred because he's going to be back up on the stage at the end of this show. And I know a lot of people got a questions for him because he just came with a whole darn package of stuff. But it's the truth. Right. True. People you. need to be people. That's the only thing we can be. <laughs> Thank you so much, Fred. Everybody give a round of applause. Job, bro. I already knew that was going to be good. <laughs> I'm only going to hug the lady. <laughs> hey, Fred, you the truth, Fred. Let's hear it for oh Fred Smooth. Yes. This man can grow a tomato, ladies. You better be divorced and know how to water that garden. Okay, she's ready for another giveaway. This is a really good one, too. It's Bella Lip Lust 
kit, lip kit um, by Elizabella Cosmetics. You get the lip tracer, you get Vel Lip Velvet Liquid Velvet Lipstick in Bella, and then also a liqueur in Lola and many other things. Are you ready to pull? Yes, I am. For the Bella Lip Lust Lip Kit. Yes, this is by my girl, Ashley Peterson. Where you at, Ashley? Where's Ashley? There she is. Yes! She just launched a few weeks ago. I went to her launch party and I was totally blown away. I'm actually wearing Girl Talk tonight. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we have ticket number 105189. Oh, we got a winner. We, we got have a winner. winner. Awesome. Hold on to your ticket. You're going to collect your prize at the end. I know many of you are writing down questions and you've asked where you put your questions. Keep them on your table. I'm going to go around here in a few minutes and find out who's got a question at the end. Okay, are you all ready for your next guests? Yes, okay, yes. oh my God. These two are like two of my favorite people, okay? She, not only can she sing, who's heard her single Coffee and Love by Ashley Darby? Amazing, right? She spends half her life with her ankles above her head doing all that damn yoga. <laughs> Michael Darby loves it, I know, don't you? Yeah. The most flexible woman ever. Where are, what's going on with you two? Are you having a baby yet or not? Will you give her the damn kid? I mean, my God, what season is that? <laughs> we want the kid. Season five. Please welcome to the stage the fabulous and gorgeous Ashley Darby and her husband, Michael Darby. Different way. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself now, good brother. Stage. Oh, yeah, Michael. <laughs> you can sit wherever. <laughs> wherever. Ashley, you was taking too long. He done dipped off on you. Oh my it's going to be hard yeah, now. Yeah. You've got to come with it, buddy. Whenever he's on, I want some of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I can't believe it. Is that the down south thing going on? Alabama? That's a dirty south thing, on. baby. You wouldn't understand. Oh Hold God. on. Did you just say Fred, dirty Fred, what'd you say south? back in the day, Fred? Catfishing cotton. <laughs> <laughs> just, so you know, just so you know, I disagree with everything he said that women don't like. Everything he said they like, I agree with. Just so you know. No doubt. <laughs> no, no, no. We're if not going to be politically politically correct today. You we ain't have doing not that. been politically correct. I will never be politically correct. <laughs> There's nothing you not said when tonight it's not that's my politically truth. correct. Michael, you do are married. I'll never do Stick it, Stick to your story, yeah, buddy. Good, man. <laughs> oh, well, check this out. Yeah. Yeah. I love the situation that y'all have because it makes for a great, interesting topic. So, I'm going to just go right into it, Miss Ashley. Yeah. Yeah. Is my Michael? Yes. What were your initial thoughts when Michael told you that he had children, bonus children now, yeah. that are almost your age? Mm. Well, initially, I always said I would never be with a man who had kids. Okay. That was my first and foremost thing because I am a little bit possessive, and I felt like I didn't want to compete for the attention of my mm -hmm. partner with his children. And I know that sounds so petty, but I was queen petty about it. So <laughs> true. Um, when he told me that they were older, though, I felt a little bit more comfortable. That actually makes you feel oh, comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because they were independent on their own. I didn't have to necessarily interact with his ex-wife, so I didn't really feel that pressure. At what What's point did he tell you that he had kids? First date. 
Oh, real? Okay. Yeah. That's good. Keep, Keep it real, hiding brother. It from me. Right. <laughs> hey, Mike, Six I would have waited in. a couple weeks, good it's, brother. It's That's just me. I'm either way, it works. Uh, hide it I would have waited. Google it, and it brings up your face and your kids and where you live. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I probably shouldn't have told I did Google him before so, we went on a date. So, Michael, me, what did your children have to say when they... I did tell they... I was a couple of years younger than I really was. It he wasn't lied about his age. Did you really? Mike, what was the age you told her, Mike? she caught me when she took my passport. We were in Aruba or somewhere, and then caught me, and I was like, oh, I'm glad we're yeah. <laughs> so I did it stupid. I only did two years. Why do you do two years? Yeah. Oh, that's not too five bad. Or ten years. That's a small lie. That's not bad at all. No, but I had to tell I had children. It was a very important part of my life. Yeah. And she did fantastic. But my kids, had, were, they were they were growing. They were out of school. They were doing their thing. One was in college. One was married. In, oh, that's married just like in, not having and kids. And it was easy. In college and going? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's all, that was a great situation. Yeah. I'm going to say yes to that, okay. too. So, so Hank, you know. just so you know, when you have kids, you have them forever. And you yeah. love them forever, too. That's you know? right. That's right. They're discardable. They're not, they're not. Put them in the trash, and you don't know they're there. They're, they're with you forever. But no, but you know what, though? If, if I was thing. Ashley and you had lied about having kids, then I wouldn't want to be with you. Anybody that would deny their that. kids, that's yeah. a problem. That's right. totally a red flag. Well, maybe they just didn't want to be judged at that moment, though. No, but that's still not a reason. No, seriously. Yeah. No, 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 no. I would no, never no. lie about yeah. my kids. I mean, you, so. Uh, so I'm going to judge you harder if you lie. Yeah. No, no, there's there no a lot way. of people that the came back from a lot. The consequences would be worse. <laughs> exactly. No, but but no, what did your kids think when they found out you were dating Ashley? Like, did they think you were going through, like, a midlife crisis? Or were they just like, <laughs> you know, like, okay, maybe he's, he's really feeling this girl that's, like, almost the same age. It sounds so, like my dad's so, a stud. Yeah, no, and I was, <laughs> I was going through a midlife crisis, but I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily because oh, I baby, found the love of my life. That. That's right. And I went above that. That's not the point. The point is that she's such a wonderful woman. They, they fell in love with her. Oh, in fact, so it got a little bit uncomfortable. They're like... Where are you guys going tonight? Can we come? It's like, no, we can't take you out every yeah. night. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, we, we've always enjoyed being with them and going out with them. We, we care about them deeply. She cares about them deeply in a way that I can't do it because she's not their mother. She's a special part of their life in a very different way. And she's so nice and present with them. It's, it's a really good thing. And she tells me what I'm doing wrong, which is, which is great. Oh, okay. which How do you get to that point? Because I'm the father is, is, is married to the second uh, person, and they, I, I get that. But, but my kids are very mature, and we sat down, we talked about it. We said, we're not together anymore, and now I'm together with Ashley, and you can resist it, and it's probably going to mean that we won't get to see you much because I'm going to resist you being around us if you don't bring happy, fun life into our space. So wow. um, they got it. They, and it is, it is easier when they're older to do it. You know, when they're seven or eight or in their teens, it's a very tough thing for them because they, they feel like it's their, they've been the cause of it. And my kids never felt that way. And they wow. embraced wow. Ashley and embraced me because they wanted us both to be happy. And they wanted their mother to be happy too. So that was a, that was a very positive thing. Wow. I mean, I'd be lying to you That's if awesome. I didn't admit that I would that I felt nervous before I met them yeah. because I thought they would be judging me, that they would give me the cold shoulder. I have no idea how their personalities were before we yeah. met, so I was very nervous. I bet. Because yeah. if you would have met one like me, it would have been ugly. <laughs> oh, really? No, seriously. My parents got divorced when I was like 22, 21, 22, mm -hmm. and I was a terrible bonus child. Like, that old. <laughs> like, literally, my mom was dating some guy, and I was so rude to him. It was like, I was really pissed that, like, he was, like, taking my dad's place. I felt some type of way, and yeah. I was grown. And it took me a long time to kind of yeah, just get you, over the fact that my parents were no longer How did that affect the relationship with your father at that point in time? It was tough, how right? did it? Oh, yeah, it was right? very tough. Because he was. reacted to you. He didn't want you to be... 
that person. He wanted. Nah, he probably was on my side (laughs) 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 at that moment in time. Yeah, he was. That's my uncle Chucky. That's my dad, bro. Don't tell it all. He probably was on my side back then. But no, yeah, at that point in time, it was just like it was. It was very rough on the family because even though I was older, I grew up with an idea of how family should be. And at that point in time, it was probably a blessing in disguise because I totally just like gave up on marriage. I was just like, I don't want to be married. I don't want to think about marriage. Mm. So then Chris comes along and he's like, you know, in the NFL, he's playing and you know, girls are like literally trying to get him married. (laughs) And me and him are hanging out and I'm just like enjoying my young life. And he's like, well, when do you see yourself getting married? I said, what? Anybody think about no marriage? Bingo. <laughs> and that was I'm like married. music to his play. ears. <laughs> Apparently. That's how you knew you found the one, Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And six years. What you made me wait? Six and a half years? Yeah. yeah. That makes yeah. Wow. That ring for like a year and a half. I held it. Make sure he you went He held my ring up. for 14 months. And then when he finally proposed, he made me wait another 14 months. I spent months a lot of money on that ring. <laughs> <laughs> he had to make sure. No doubt. But that's one thing about Chris. When he makes a decision, he sticks to it. I'm in there now. Mm-hmm. ain't Heck going yeah. nowhere now. That's good stuff, man. Good keep stuff. making these babies. So, <laughs> no, we're done. The shop she is closed. She said we're done. I don't think no, seriously. so. She seriously. said snip. I'm just going to yank it out until I'm time again. <laughs> He need to get snipped. It's easier for the man, I hear. <laughs> it is, actually. Uh-huh. So now that y'all are considering a family of your own, does it concern you at all that y'all will literally, like, have children and grandchildren around Ooh. the same age? So that'll yes. be fun. You're going to be a grandma. But the, but the, and I know. I think about it all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. The be best part about it is um, Ashley's brother, Zach, who's the same age as my son, is my son's uncle. And I tell my son that all the time. This yeah. is your uncle. And he's like, wow. what? You know? um, look, I, I think the world's changed. I think 20 years ago, people stayed together when they probably shouldn't have right. and took it to a point where I think the kids suffered in another way because yeah. people stayed together. I think we're a lot more um, advanced now. You know, we, we date people we love. If we don't love them anymore, we have to move on to the next situation. And I think kids have to be taught that that's okay. Mm-hmm. As long as we do the right thing, we have to support them, we have to be there for them. The mother and father relationship has to still be the, there for them as they, as they grow up. And the parents cannot, the ex-parents cannot fight if they've got to be supportive of them, especially once you've, you've split, you must be there for them. And then these kids do feel comfortable being in these relationships and, and they can grow up to live a great life. So that's, that's the important. We, we have to, as parents, be mature about it. If we're not, how can yeah. they be, right? Yeah. And, and I feel like no, you guys right that, brother. And, and I feel like you guys have such good communication, you know, with your kids, with you, Ashley. So what do they think about what do your kids think about you wanting to start a family? Well, Michael's son Charlie, who is twenty five, four. four. Twenty four. He's all for it. Um, he's he's great, he's very understanding. His daughter, Michael's daughter on the other hand, she lives in London and she's married. And so she's thinking about having kids of her own. And because I care so much about her and how she feels, I want to make sure that she doesn't feel like she's being left out or like Michael's moving on to another family or even that this is supposed to be her time to have a baby and now we're having a baby, taking her Mm -hmm. time to shine kind of thing. So, How old is she? She's 27. 
Oh, she need to get over. She grown. No, I mean, she hasn't said anything. I think it's just my personal feeling. Right, because that's like the first grandchild. That would be your first grandchild, right? Mm -hmm. So she's probably like, well, I don't want to yeah. take away from the first grandchild. Yeah, and then, we're going to have her moment. Yeah, no, I totally get yeah. that. Totally Everybody get that. should have a grandchild the same age as their kid, shouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. She's <laughs> almost 30. She'll be all right. Seriously. She, yeah, yeah she'll be all right. I, I think it depends on the, on the person. Um, my daughter wants to have her life. I don't think yeah. she's resenting or, or, or saying that we can't have our life, especially because she's taken so well to Ashley and Ashley's been so supportive. So there's, there's not any animosity. It's, it's people doing their thing. And I got you. that's the important part of it, right? Awesome. Yeah, you're right. Everybody's yeah. different. No, that's really good. No, I really appreciate y'all sharing your story because I really wanted to know this. I was like, Ashley, <laughs> is it okay if I ask these questions? Because oh, like, yeah. I really want to know. And this, <laughs> yeah. is, this is great that y'all had that communication. Not everybody has that. So it's nice to see yeah. that it does work for people. In all honesty, we've had issues in our relationship, as many people have seen. But thankfully, this was not one of them. Yeah. This right, was right, not right. a bridge that we really had to cross with difficulty. Every so. now and then, somebody need a break. Somebody need a break. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, give a round of applause for Ashley. Thank you, Ashley right. and Thank you, for Thank you so much. What happened? All right, let's hear it for Michael and Ashley Darby. I'm coming. Okay, we're switching it up. We're doing the Samuel's favorite gifts. How's this table? You guys have tons of questions. We're going to come around. She's scrolling away. I mean, you're writing so much shit. Look, this isn't a novel. No, hold it for the end. We'll I'll definitely come find you for sure. Okay, Samuel's favorite gifts. This is custom made from Monique and Chris. They have cigars they're giving away, a crystal ashtray. Oh, I want that. Who has an ashtray anymore? That's amazing. Do you have one for your cigars? I'm sorry, an uh, ashtray? An ashtray, yeah. We yeah. have one at home. You know what? I use the ashtray. He doesn't like I just flick it on the ground. <laughs> I was just... <laughs> From Alabama, man. An autographed, authentic Chris that? Samuels yeah. Redskins jersey and so much more. Okay, pick it. Yes, yes. This is a good basket. So we have a lot of tickets in here. No surprise. Okay, who has ticket number 105176? You got it? They are yeah. awesome. Go ahead, girl. This table is killing it. <laughs> Shout out the Charities Angels. They come with all of the good juju. They roll Hold on deep. to that ticket. We're going to find you at the end of the show and give you a gift. Okay, are you all ready for your next guests? Yes, I'm yeah, ready. Oh, I got a lot okay, of questions these two for this just next had, guest. I know. These two had the most amazing dream wedding. It was like the most gorgeous thing you've seen in People magazine. He has a brown dick that we're all dying to see. <laughs> I want to see it. Fred, not what? you, Fred. I know you got a brown one. Chris, when do we get to see it? We ain't going to. Yes. Fred, sit on down. This legendary brown penis. I need to see it. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage Candace and Chris Bassett. Woo. Woo. Whip it out. Don't fall. Don't fall. Don't fall. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. The coat coming off. Don't, don't be flexing on us now, bro. Chris, did you have any idea that your name would just be totally changed to the brown dick? <laughs> I, I have any no idea. shame in my game. Never saw that one okay? It's called oh pride. God. I have pride in my husband's penis. <laughs> okay? Amen. Brown pride. Oh, my goodness. Okay. 
Let me go ahead and set this timer because I have so many questions okay. for y'all. Don't be like, long-winded. This, this is the long-winded crew. I know. We, we could talk. Not so. this give one. us an extra yeah. few minutes. Just no, one. I, I said Monique. <laughs> You're starting already. This is, yes, this is the crew here. We want okay. some straight you answers. You're already starting. Let me straight answers. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so the unique thing about Candace and Chris is that they both grew up as bonus children. Yes. Right? Yes, we did. So we have to tackle two topics because you just became a bonus mom. Recently married, newlyweds. (laughs) (laughs) So let's start with growing up as bonus children. So did you ever at any point, and this is for both of you, feel like your parent placed you in the middle when it came to, you know, just like, your dad yeah. being here, your mom is here. Yeah. Did you ever feel like there was like this tug of war between you and, and it was just all on you as the child? I'll just answer first and say no. <laughs> that's, that's the short answer. I'm saving time. The short answer. Because he knows the situation. No. So I did. I did um, often feel like I was sort of caught in the middle. My parents divorced when I was very young and they both remarried very young. So I've always had step parents. And they were always a part of my life. And it was really, you know, I love my mother. She's, she's a special woman. But she, she had her, her qualms and her issues with, um, with my, my stepmom and that relationship. And I did sometimes feel like I was sort of placed in the center of the animosity and some of the drama. And I learned very early how to sort of behave around which parents. Like, okay, wow. you know, my, my dad and my stepmom are a certain way. I know how to behave in their, in, in their realm. And then when I'm with my dad or my mom and my stepdad, I know how to, what to say, what not to say, how to behave, how to sit. That's a lot. That's, That's a lot. That yeah. I was just bad. No, was Chris bad. was. It didn't matter who Chris I was with. Was I, I was just bad. <laughs> he was a bad actor. <laughs> just did whatever. Yes. yes. So do, how does that affect you now? Because I, I even remember during the process of you planning the wedding, and it was like the mention of your dad was an issue. So it's like it still even plays into adulthood now. You know, I, can, I remember being, you know, as young as like 10 and thinking about getting married and saying, what am I going to do as a bride about my honoring all of my parents? Because wow. like I said, I've always had step parents. So how am I going to honor all of them in, in my wedding? And I thought, oh, I'm only 10. By the time I get married, I'll have to figure it out. Lo and behold, you know, I got to be a, a fiance and I hadn't figured it out yet. Right. And it was like a panic for me to, fi- to, to sort of figure out how am I going to, who's walking me down the aisle? How am I going to honor them and make them all feel like they're all special, like they all matter? And it was like down to the wire for me, trying to make sure that everyone felt special and felt honored and felt like they were a part of the wedding. And, you know, my parents didn't make it easy. It wasn't that's, that's stressful. It should have been about you. You shouldn't have been worried about everybody else. I know, but I also feel like it says a lot about you that you wanted to honor all of them, that yeah. you wanted to do something for them. Yes. So yeah. now, you know, fast forward to you marrying into a relationship with kids. Has growing up as a bonus child taught you anything? Like, what Absolutely. has it taught you? Yeah. Like 200%. I feel like I, I, I'm so, like, honed in on being able to advocate for my bonus kids, more so than I think anyone could, because I was literally them. Yeah. I was them, like 100%. And you know, a lot of the, the dynamic between Chris and his ex-wife sort of mirrors what I went through and sort of witnessing what my parents and their dynamic. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's, it, it's contentious. Yeah. 
it's contentious. I mean, it's getting better. It is getting better. I will today. say that. Yes, this, you know, <laughs> today's Thursday. You know, it's good today. Friday, maybe yeah. not so much. But um, but my my parents didn't always have the best rapport, the best dynamic, and I always find myself talking to Chris and saying, you know. I know you and Alex are not getting along right now, or whatever's happening right now is not great, but just thinking about you know, the way that you all interact right now has such an effect on the psyche of the children mm -hmm. oh, 10 yeah. years from now, 20 years from now. It affects them, and I, and I can say that from experience because I literally was that, I am that. And the way that I remember my parents interacting, it affects me to this day. Right. I want to ask Chris a question. Um, do you feel at times that your ex-wife makes it difficult purposely because you're with someone else? I mean, I would like to think no, but I mean, I don't know. Probably, but you're not going to get in trouble, Chris. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're not going to get in trouble. Oh, I know. Right. I have no issues with that. I'm I mean, I just I've never talked to her about it. I mean, we, we get into an argument, and I'm like, I don't care what you do with your life. She's been engaged. It didn't work out, whatever. Um, but you know, this is who I've chosen to be with. I made very, I was very careful not to introduce my children to anyone um, that I wasn't ready to be with. So I, I think we separated. I was single for a little while. I dated a couple people in between that, but none of them ever met my kids until Candace. So. Wow. How long did it take for you to introduce Candace to your children? After we started dating. Yeah. Um, not very long. Well, it's, it's like kind of a blurry timeline. It was like three months, I think, maybe. But we had been That's friends. Right. Two months? We'd been friends for right. I mean, I two or three her. years right, before right, right. that. So it's I not like I just found her. If you know, and, <laughs> hey, meet my kids. It, no it one's saying that. that. Hey, so if the shoe was on the other foot, she had the kids, would you be, inter would you be interested in entertaining her with kids? You better be careful. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if yeah. the if the yeah. child was two, three, four years old, or twenty, it, it doesn't. It matter. wouldn't matter. No, yeah. um, just because of the way my family is. Like yes. I come from a very. It's long not a tree. It's a bush. Family. It goes this um, way, not this way. And my family has always been been very accepting. So, yeah. long story short, my biological father left my mother before I was born. My mother married a man who adopted me when I was six months old. He was married before, had two kids. He remarried. My, my mom and him had two kids. They divorced. She had another kid, divorced, had two okay, other kids. Oh, my God. So, we get the point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. So, so for me, it's like, it's normal. It's the blend is real. Yeah. Yes. It, oh, wow. Yeah. I'll draw a diagram for you yeah. later. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> no he, he literally had to draw me a diagram wow. to explain time, yeah. his family. Because I, I was like, who's who and what's what? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This, that's why you're so open and free, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. And, and he has a brown penis, and he's white. So <laughs> he has to be open. Thank and you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Can we leave his brown and penis to himself? How can we right. not? Candace put no it No more brown there. penis talk. I'm, I'm a proud wife. What can I say? When yeah. you were younger, did you ever um, struggle with choosing who you wanted to live with, or did you have a choice, or did you just go with mom, or, like, how did that work out for you? Um, it wasn't ever a choice, I don't remember, but... I, you know, my, so my, my dad was in the military, so he moved around a lot. He lived in, you know, four or five different places from the time I was like a child to like elementary or middle school. Okay. So I think that it made the most sense stability wise for me to be with my mom. And I'm really close to my mom and we have a very interesting colorful relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think that for me, it made the most sense for me to be with her. My dad, however, was very active in my life. I talked to him every week. He was always at all of my you know, special events. 
Um, I was with him every summer. Wherever he was, wherever he was stationed, he was stationed in Guam. He lived all over the world. And wow. I was always able to fly to be wherever he was. I traveled with him. He, I, I credit my dad for sort of um, exposing me to the world. I was able to travel with him and see, see the world and see, learn different cultures from my dad and my stepmom. So, so what, what was it like when your parents started to like date other people? Um, and then ultimately, they both remarried, right? Yeah, so they both remarried by the time... Well, my mom remarried... I was like five when my mom remarried my stepdad. So okay. I was very young. And my, mom, my dad and my stepmom met when I was about five. They only got married when I was in high school. But I've known my step-parents as a part of my life most of my life. Wow. I don't ever remember them dating. My parents were never together in my mind. And honestly, they were always divorced. Candace, I'm so that was the same with my parents. And yes. so Monique to hear you and you say that your parents got divorced when you were 22. I feel like that would be so much harder because yeah. you grew up seeing your parents together. Yeah, that like, dynamic. Like, what are you getting divorced yeah. for? Yeah. yeah. yeah it was just that, weird. Like, they were together for like 25 years. Yeah. Like, yeah. who does that? Yeah. Like, I don't even know <laughs> like, my parents stay married. together. So to right. me, it's like, yes. it was weird when they told me they were married. But do you ever like think about how things might have been different if your parents had stayed together? Like, do you have those thoughts? Oh, my dad would have literally never been home. Like, I mean, he... Um, no, because yeah. they are so different, and yeah. my mom is so... Yeah. My mom, that yeah. I just... <laughs> I don't want to know what it would be like. It would be yeah. a miserable house. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, but one last question. I really would like to know if you ever felt like you were an outsider or just felt any distance when your parents started having children with their new spouses? That's, for, that's a good question for you. Um, no, I, I didn't. I didn't, so I didn't actually find out until my biological father until I was nine. Okay. So then I used that as an excuse myself when I would get in trouble. Like Fred said, my, my dad would get the belt out. And so I, I would use that as an excuse, but I think it was more something that I made up in my own head as to something that was actually happening. So wow. I, I don't, as I look back and, and reflect on my childhood and the way I grew up, um, no, I don't think I was treated any differently. I didn't look at anything differently. Um, now I don't. But, but growing up, I, I would use that as an excuse, as, in a, cru as a crutch, mm -hmm. and be like, you know, you're not even my parents. Like, wow. I was, See, so that's I went the kid with, that I'd be avoiding. But, See, that's why I would. <laughs> no, but, yes, I would be so but afraid. I, so, but my that, mom, that my biological mother, who was married to the man who adopted me, when they divorced, I remember I was three years old, um, she left me with him. So she didn't wow. even take me with him. So I was being raised by a man who adopted me, wow. who is the greatest man in the world. Yes. Um, but he remarried when I was five. And so those were my parents. So when yes, I would get yeah. in trouble or when things were happening, and sometimes I would think I was being treated differently than my two younger brothers. Yeah. I would use that as an excuse that you're just treating me different because I'm not your kid. Wow. But, yeah. So yeah. it was, it was a How'd lot. you get over that? Uh, there was some counseling. Mm -hmm. There was just life in general. Yeah. Um, I always felt that with, with, who I call my dad, the guy who adopted me, I just didn't have that bond with him growing up that my other two brothers and, and his older two kids had with him. I just felt that it was different. And to be honest with you, I didn't really find that bond and ability to connect with him until my late 20s when I went to culinary school. Wow. Because he, he liked to cook in the house. And, and that was finally, I, when I told him I was going to culinary school, 
it was the most excited I think I've ever seen him for me in in my life. Wow. And and it was great. It's been great ever since. Like but finally connected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, we that's finally cool. found that bond. But yeah. like so he was always there for me growing up. That's yeah. good advice for some people out here who may be going through it. You know, if they can find something that's a common bond, maybe mm-hmm. that'll yes. make the relationship a little bit smoother for yeah. themselves and their yeah. bonus children. Yeah. So, but uh, you, I mean, you you've got to be open to it. I mean, you know, as children and teens growing up, you don't. You're very self-centered, and, and you think there's about always yourself angst a lot. As, yeah. a, as an adolescent. Um, yeah. And it's tough, I think, for any child to get past that. But once you get past it, once you realize it, you find those things. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, I have one last question. So what do your bonus children call you, Candace? They call me Candace. Oh, Yeah, okay. and it, it's funny because my, my best friend, we used to talk about, like, the idea of marrying a man with kids. And she was like, I would never let my stepkids call me by my first name. <laughs> Bullshit, no. <laughs> <laughs> would be like I mean because I call my stepmom Andrea that's her name mm-hmm. my stepdad's name is Ron I call him Ronnie and I never you know respected them any less you know I, I, I feared them the way that you should fear a parent as a child right and for me it's I don't see an issue with them calling me Candace and that's what you I know they stepmom. respect me the same you know we 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 talked at length about like the way that what my role would be as as a bonus parent. And even to this day, we're still working that out. That's still like a work in progress. And I think right. it always will be. Always yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. But no, I, I have no Candace. issue with them calling me Candace. Seriously. And you know, I, I remember telling Chris, I was drunk one night. Before, we were like dating and we were like out like, like in DuPont Circle. And I, I told you in my drunkenness that I loved your kids mm-hmm. even then just because they were yours. Yep. And now that's, that's so real sweet. right there. That's yeah. real love yes. right there. Yes, and, and, and I do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so look, we have a giveaway, but the next giveaway is actually from Candace, her Prima hair collection. So we're Sarah. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and do the giveaway before Candace leaves the stage because I actually want her to draw the ticket. Yes. Okay. Let's do it. We're giving a Candace giveaway from your fabulous Lima Body Wave Extensions. I'm all about these. Versatile texture providing outstanding body and shine. 100% unprocessed virgin hair. No, you don't. That's great, because no one here is a virgin, so this is good that something is. Okay. You ready? Pull it. Yes. She's so dramatic. Always extra, yo. It's just one. You just got to pull one. Can you sing the numbers? I can. So the number is... One zero five, <laughs> one zero seven. What, what's, what's that last number? Who's got it? Ain't nobody right there in the back. Yes! You're a winner! Woo! Let's yeah. hear it for Candace and Chris! Thank you. No, 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 where y'all going? Thank y'all. Great job, y'all. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Feathers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. Okay, are you all ready for our last guest? Where's Karen? Karen, is your wig on? How are we doing? Is the wig attached? There you go. All right, everybody adjust those wigs because the Grand Dame is about to take the stage. Fuck Potomac when you can live in Great Falls, darling. I mean, who needs Potomac? It's such trash. Get on, get on up here. Karen Huger, everybody. 
the Grand Dame. Next one, Moni. Miss Karen Huga. Oh. <laughs> hi, 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 hi. You guys look so beautiful, and this beautiful woman, let's thank her for tonight. This is oh, absolutely an opportunity to be real. Thank you, thank you. You know, before we get started with Karen, um, one thing that I wanted as a goal for Not For Lazy Moms is to promote women and promote moms who are doing things outside of just being a mom, which is huge. People always think, oh, you're just a stay-at-home mom. No, that's a lot of work. And it's even more work when you're also trying to have ventures and do other things. Yeah, and yeah. one thing that I love about this night, I didn't even realize it initially, all of the gifts that we had donated to us to give away were all working like mothers who started their own business ventures. So I just want to give a shout out to everybody. Yeah. Um, Mayel is Monique Rodriguez. She's not here, but she's a mother who started her business. Mm -hmm. um, Ashley Peterson, she's a fantastic mother of three, and she launched her uh, lip line last, uh, what, two weeks ago. You know, and then we have Candace, a bonus mom who has her right. prima hair. Yes. And tonight we actually have a surprise <laughs> raffle because Miss Karen Huger just launched her La Dame fragrance. Well, she yes. just revealed it. Let me say that. I revealed. She revealed. Missed the launch, but thank you. And it was amazing, and it smells amazing. I'm actually wearing it tonight. Oh, thank you. Yes. And I'm so proud of you. Thank I've you. seen you go through this whole journey, and it just like almost brought tears to my eyes when I walked into your launch and to your reveal yeah. and saw everything that you had been working so hard and it's finally coming and it's finally happening. Thank so, yeah. you. I love this woman. Uh, what I love about Monique Samuels, and then we'll get past the love and go into the real deal. Uh, but I do love and respect both she and Chris. They've been very supportive of my husband and my kids and the type of parents they are, it should be an example to all young people in their age group because I'm about to sh share with y'all how 55 do it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all good. But I'm so proud of these two. So, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. So, one thing that I learned about Karen. Oh Lord. <laughs> I, well, I learned a lot of things about Karen. But one thing that I learned about Karen that totally amazed me is that I did not realize that her oldest son mm -hmm. was not biologically her husband Ray's. Right. I never would have known. I've never would have guessed because when you see them together. I'm like, how did that happen? How did you do that? And what was your journey like yeah. to get there? Well, it's no different from it's no different from any other woman that finds herself divorced with a young child. I mean, you ask yourself very important questions. You know, for me, um, Brandon was very young; he was four, and I was dating; he was not. Um, so it was clear to me that I had decisions to make and. One of the things I shared with this beautiful woman here is that, you know, I, Hank, I know you're going to have a moment, but we're going to go there. We're going to dance. Go, go, no, no, I'm all in tune right now. Go One ahead, of the Karen. things that we find that most men do is they say, well, I'm not going to date a woman with kids. Well, I wouldn't date a man with kids. Okay. Thank you, Karen. And she had one. <laughs> and I had a kid. And the reason for boss. that was quite simple, though, is how much I loved my son. You know, I didn't want him to compete for love and affection. He had already been through a divorce. So that was not an option for me, hanky-anky. <laughs> <laughs> and Fred. 
Please don't um, say it with a yes. Y, though. Not Hanky with a Y. All right, Come all on right, now. all right. Hanky with a y. We'll, we'll do Hank. But so for me, that was a very, very um, important thing decision I made a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you were fulfilling both roles, but at the same time, when you were dating, mm -hmm. you weren't looking for a father for your son. You were looking for someone to love you. Like I, exactly, you know. But Brandon, understand that Brandon and I were a package deal. I knew that. But when would Ray meet Brandon? Was the question. Right. Yes. And so Ray had to date me. He didn't date my son. Mm. Uh, when he met my son, I had the ring on the finger. Can I ask I you was a question? Engaged. How long mm. before? All right, I oh, did the wow. math because I knew you would ask me, Hank. I dated Ray for two years. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I did. Did you have to years. lie about it at any moment? Never. I was always very honest. Just asking. No, Don't it's, do very, that. it's a very Just real asking. question. Sometimes, you know, we decide as women not to reveal that we're parents exactly. because people do prejudge. And for men, some men lie about having kids, okay? Because they lie about having whole yes, families. I was, I was <laughs> oh, don't beat up the men. Come oh, on now. But when the men lie, oh, so now everybody wants to whoop de whoop de whoop. Yeah, right. No, yeah, I was running a litmus test on a man the same way they run it on audience. women. And so if you had a child, I needed to know that. It didn't mean that you were less of a person. It's just you weren't for me. I feel that. Right. No, I feel that 100%. So Ray didn't meet Brandon until two years engaged. in two and you years. were engaged. So. Right. But now, I mean, Ray is, in all senses, I mean, he's, oh, he's his, his dad. Father. He's his he's, father. He's right. no so doubt. how did, yeah, so how did that transition happen? I mean, was it easier because you guys were already together for two years and you knew that he was committed? I mean, how did that transition happen where he meets him and then is his father? It wasn't like that. Right. It wasn't like that at all. Um, Brandon and Raymond had to find their own way, and so therefore I didn't get married. I was supposed to be an April bride. I was a September bride, oh, and we wow. know that story too. <laughs> um, but for Brandon and Raymond, it was very important to me that they have their own relationship, mm. that they had that bond. So, I mean, I dated other people before my husband, let's just be very honest. So I knew that bond did not exist, but for Brandon and Ray, it was always there. I just needed to step back and let it happen. Mm. And that was hard for me because I was mommy and daddy for two years. You know, I was thinking, okay, I got this. I really you got this. You did a this. hell of a job as well. Thank you. But at the same <laughs> well, I tried. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> Brandon will be 31 this year. And I can, I shared with Monique something I had forgotten. Um, when I finally said yes to Raymond, Brandon interviewed Ray. Yes. He As took him should. upstairs what and he asked questions? him. Well, he had been, Brandon had been through a divorce. He asked one question. He took Ray aside and he said, look, I want to know if you're going to stay with my mom. Because if you're going to leave her, don't marry her. Now, he was well, a child right. asking that question, but he was empowered. Right. Ray came back. No, it's going to be all right. <laughs> oh. Don't Ray's put Ray out there like himself, that. But their relationship and, and Hank and Chris, everyone... All our friends have witnessed the fatherly son love relationship they have between one another. So I'm, I'm very grateful. And I think that's really good advice that you just gave to people is that you took a step back so oh, that they could to. navigate their own relationship. Yeah. I had to. And yeah. how many years later did you have Raven? Oh my God. So Raven is, let, let's get it right. They're 10 years apart. I didn't wait long to get pregnant. I was not a young bride the second time. So as soon as I got married, I was trying to get pregnant in September, but she came to me in January. Let's just keep it real. <laughs> okay, but Karen she was, was always on my agenda because uh, Brandon asked for a sister. Wow. He asked, well, he asked for a sibling, and Ray and I wanted a baby. And we have, that's another chapter. Let's talk about this. And I told Monique I was going to be very honest. Well, let's yeah. talk about I don't believe now. in calling children bonus babies. I don't believe in half 
brothers and sisters. I don't step believe kids, in steps. Yeah. I have never seen a half child. Family is family. Yeah, that's, that's deep. I have never seen a half child, so I raised my children as though exactly what they were. They were mine. They were raised in mine, so I think Raven, I told you she was pissed. Second grade, someone told her, well, your mother has been married before, and this is, well, no, this is what children do. And That's your true. brother is yeah. your half-brother, and she says, that is not true. So she came home and she interviewed me. Mother, I need to know, were you married? She, I had never had that discussion <laughs> oh, with her. Oh, wow. How old was she? How old was she? She was second grade when this happened. Oh, wow. You said second grade? Yeah. yeah. Second, so, you second. know what? You keep it real with your children, though. My relationship with my now 21-year-old daughter is very open, very honest. And I said, absolutely, I had been married before. And it's not the worst thing. And yes, your brother is from you came from me. That makes you whole. That's all that matters. Don't get it twisted. Right. That's yes. all that matters. Yes. Yes. That's right. My, man, that's crazy. When were you planning, I'm sorry, when were you planning on telling her? Because I'm sure you didn't want her to find out through. It wasn't a big deal. I think we overthink it. If, yeah. you raise, if your heart is big enough, Ray's heart was big enough to open up and love Brandon as though he were his own. So I was, there was never a plan. It was always about being open and honest. Mm -hmm. So when your children ask you, sit down and have the conversation. Just tell them the truth. Right. Right. So, well, you already answered that question. Can I, can I, I'm <laughs> Look, sorry. I'm looking can at my I, list. I'm like, dang, she already Monique, checked off everything. Know, right? yeah. Can I ask a question? Go ahead, Hank. Not, not to backtrack, but okay. I wanted to ask you this while you were talking about when you, when you told Raymond two years later that you had a child. Oh, no, no, no. Don't, don't get it twisted. He no, didn't, no. She didn't say that. He always knew that Brandon yeah. existed. Okay. He had to earn the privilege to, to meet, meet my him. son. That's right. <laughs> now, now. That's real. Oh, she done got me right together. Oh, oh she, well, I'm happy. <laughs> How they do that? I'm just kidding. How long was it before you told him that you had a child? Oh, immediately. I'm not gonna, meet him. How long before immediately. you told him? Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Ray knew I was a divorcee and a then, single mom. Then my question doesn't matter. That's my matter. boo. I know that's right. <laughs> as it should be. No, my I, question I really doesn't matter. A child is nothing to hide. A nothing child is to something to protect. And, yes. that, and I, don't, I don't get that twisted. And if a man was turned off by my son, he needs to hit the rocks. I know that's okay? right. Kick, kick okay. rocks. Kick rocks. <laughs> was it difficult to date? having a child that experienced divorce at that young age? I think, yes, that's a very real question. It was so painful for him. Um, and that's why my priorities were very clear to me when I saw the pain of divorce on his face as a young baby, mm. as a young child. I just didn't want to add anything else to it. So I had a responsibility to run the litmus test, to hold myself accountable, no matter what my heart or emotions said. If Ray didn't pass, I wouldn't be here as Mrs. Huger. Right, right. Because Brandon was Brandon Carter all day long that's never going to change and he's mine that's right. so do you have any advice for any of the people here who may be struggling with making that transition as they're trying to find the relationship that needs to be had and and, and if they don't they they may not want it to be a situation where it's like this is your stepchild yeah. but what if you know, they're finding it difficult, whether it's from the biological mother or father, or maybe it's the child that, you know, acted like how I did when I was 21. <laughs> you you know, were grown. Yeah, I was grown yeah. and still ignorant. <laughs> My only advice is to be true and understand that a child never asks to be born. True. Mm -hmm. And you have a responsibility until they are grown, like this Miss Thing showing her butt at 21, 22. Really, okay. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. But when you have a small child, it is your responsibility to take care of that baby. That baby comes first. Mm -hmm. Love will come and go. 
your babies are forever. Don't ever misstep on that one. That's right. Oh, that's right. Yes. So I have like just like a hypothetical. Oh. What if what if it was a situation where you dated Ray for two years mm -hmm. and now he finally meets Brandon and Brandon cannot stand him? I would be married. Yeah, you I would just be married. Let it go. I'd wait my time. Now would I have married Ray? Absolutely. We were meant to be together. I would have waited till Brandon was grown though. But Ray might have met somebody else. He, no, I would pull him up. You got that I got that on lockdown. I'd go back and get him. I don't know what you do to get him. I believe that. Twenty two years later, I would have gone back and gotten Ray. I would have picked him up, sewed him up, handled it, got rid of the girl, Snap did what I needed to do. Rub it down. She was not playing. Oh, no. oh my God. Thank you so much, Karen. Karen so welcome. Everybody give Karen a round of applause. Karen, so I got that. So I got that. I'm actually going to ask you to stay here because I want you to draw a raffle ticket okay. and some lucky person in the audience is going to win the La an exclusive gift. You're going to get a rollerball of La Dame before anybody else can even have okay, it. Okay, Karen. Oh, yes. I'm gonna let oh, Lord, it's two tickets. I can't do and it. Karen, it's you, not so even like out until 2019. Correct? I'm sorry? Not even out until 2019. It'll You're be in department stores in 2019, but I got a teaser coming your way, so thank Ooh. you for asking. You'll be able to get it before then. Stay tuned. Okay. Go ahead, Ooh, awesome. You go ahead and take a Oh, Karen, who can see it without her contact oh, I, lens? I, I, yeah. <laughs> Karen don't have her readers. I don't know. <laughs> readers my foot. Contact lens, lady. Let's go ahead. It's too small. <laughs> okay, so we have number 105142. Oh, who is it? Who is it? 105142? That's it's you? You're cooking. Cookie, you're lying. Cookie, you're lying. Cookie, look like she's lying. Is it you? Oh my gosh. Cookie, lying. I thought she was cheating. Hold the ticket up, Cookie. Let me see. What is it, Cookie? Cookie, lying. That's messed up. Don't nobody believe it's cookies. It is her. I want to see. You're winning. Congrats. Let's hear it for Karen Huger, everybody. Yes. So now we're actually going to welcome everybody back to the stage because we're going to do our question and answer sec uh, session. So Michael and Ashley, could you come back? Chris and Candace. Are you good? Chris, Thank a.k.a. You. Mr. Brown Brown. We're going to get everyone back on stage. Come on back. Q&A time. <laughs> Q&A oh, oh, time. Who's got a question over here? Okay. Oh, yeah, he was like, Hanky sounds too soft. Oh, we have lots of questions. Hi, ladies. Good. Okay, these hotties. Oh, my God, we have a million questions. Oh, you're going to talk. Yes, absolutely. You have a great question, and you're beautiful. Look at this. You stay right here. You're about to go live. Don't fuck it up. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, how's everybody? Fred, are you good? I'm great. Do you need anything else, Fred? Is that mic on? Is it on? Hell yeah, it's on. I've been saying, if not, I talk oh, yeah, loud he's, enough. He's it's definitely on. 
Everything's good. Okay, Ashley, Crazy Michael, good. are we all good? Oh my God, we have so many questions for I you two. They're not about I you, Michael. You can sit down, take a seat. <laughs> Testing one, two. You lucked out. This audience isn't as messy as I am. Okay, where's every Candace, Chris, everyone's there. Karen's there. Okay, um, this fabulous woman has a really great question. What's your name? My name is Adjoa. And what is your question for the panel? Okay. Um, so my name is Adjoa. I'm 26. Um, as I get older, I feel like I'm finding um, a man without kids getting harder and harder. So at one point, do I accept a man with a child? First of all, let me take that question. <laughs> you better than Go me ahead, because Fred. I was going to jump there first. Go ahead. First of all, if you meet a man at this age, I'm 39. If you meet a man that's 40 years old with no kids, you need to wonder why he has no kids at 40 <laughs> years old. Right? Not that he don't got kids. You need to wonder why he doesn't have them because either he's ducking responsibility or something else going on. So, hey, no. Hold on. So what happened if the man was 32? And he has no kids? No kids. Do he got a half of a kid? A Hell kid that might no. Be no kids at 32. Well, maybe he's made the right decisions, but guess what? <laughs> I tell people all the time, if you're single at our age, that means you're betting a thousand. No, no, no. That we're not talking all about, of your relationships have failed. Single. We're talking all about, of them. We're talking about with no kids, not single. I'm telling you, if you're 32 and you're single, all your relationships fail. You ain't good at relationships. You <laughs> That's all I'm telling you. I'll take that. Excuse me. I'm I, 30 30 young lady. I have question? to respectfully I disagree. I think you. that it doesn't always mean that you, you're doing something wrong. Thank you. You get to be, you know, 35, 40, 45, and you don't have kids. Maybe that was just your plan. Maybe you are a planner. Thank and, you, and you are organized in your lifestyle. And you say that, Candace. I don't want children until I'm ready to have children. Thank you, Candace. And you have to respect that from a man. Uh, say that, Candace. But yes, yes, yes. All right, let's move on to the next okay, question. Okay, uh, chose a man. Look, we figured this out at 32. All right, uh, on a scale of one We didn't one answer the to... question, though. We didn't answer the question. Oh, okay. Ab we Abigail, need to pass the Abigail, right? Okay, everyone's good. Okay. So, essentially, babe, whenever you feel... There you go. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. So the question was asked by a young lady who is at a point in her life when she's considering when should she start to accept if a man has children, right? Yeah, we sure didn't answer the question. I'm sorry. So, but the answer, in my opinion, babe, the answer is when you meet someone who you have a connection with and you respect who he is as a person as well as a father and your, your whole ideas are in line, that's who you should be with, babe. Don't let children be, don't let children be the make or break of a relationship. Right, but, but he has to respect you. This is about you, right? You yes, it's about every her. happiness in the world. You need to find... A guy that respects you. That's the way it should be, right? That's yeah. a good answer. Okay, Thank you, Ashley, for actually answering the questions. <laughs> let's move on. Your audience has a lot of questions for you guys. Okay, Monique, this question is for you specifically. What inspired your not? I can't hear. I can't hear. Fred, we're going to have to cut your mic. Can I, can I say something? Hold on, Hank. We're trying to the next question. Okay, this is for Monique. What inspired your Not For Lazy Moms logo? Oh, balancing everything. The logo, if y'all see, like she's literally holding the world. She has her purse. She has her baby bottle. She has her natural remedies. She has her peace. Right, mm -hmm. Ashley? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Namaste. <Her> <laughs> but no, so what inspired the logo, 
you, literally one day I was sitting in the kitchen with my brother and I said, I'm trying to figure out my brother, Kevin. Hey, boss squad. And I told him, I said, I, I want to find something that will embody everything about what a mother is, what a woman is. And we do so much. We're super women. We take on everything. We want it all. We do it all. And he got a camera out and I started doing all of the poses mm -hmm. and we sent it to a graphic designer and it came up with the logo and it was amazing. And to this date, my kids, when they see these poses, they try to Milani, mimic them. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. <laughs> but oh, yeah, but that's what inspired me. Okay. So, thank you like for that. the question. Now we have one for the group. What advice do you have for someone who is going to meet their partner's kids for the first time? Who wants to answer that? Me. Uh, Candace has this one. Awesome. I'm not going to sing She's going to sing it. No, That's I'm not. I sang already. She's about no, to sing um, a lullaby. When I, so when I met your kids for the first time, when was that? We went, we went to Florida. We went to Miami. But for me, I'm an overthinker, so I had already entertained every possible scenario of how it would go. Like, you know, them hating my guts and, like, doing, like, the Dennis the Menace stuff and, like, playing tricks on me. Or them like loving me and us like riding off into the sunset together. I did all those things. But the reality of it is they're kids. And kids are going to respond how you respond. They're gonna they're gonna sort of mimic your energy. So whatever you give, they will give. And I think the the idea is that, you know, we as adults, as people who sort of walked in the world for a long time, we create these scenarios and these ideas in our heads of how it should go. And you have to sort of balk that and, and throw that out and just be present with the children. And remember that they're just kids. And yeah. at the end of the day, they're, they're going to love you if your energy is pure. And if you come into the situation with a loving openness, it's all about being, with kids, it's openness. If, if you're open, if you want to talk and play and be genuine and natural, they will respond to that. And for me, Chris, so Chris is a kind beautiful spirit and a beautiful soul and his kids are a, a mirror of like that Chris. he's an, he's also a little bit of an asshole but underneath all that stuff Chris Chris is a beautiful person and his kids are, are a, a, they are a mirror of Chris and and for me when I met his kids like I said I loved them before I knew them so then to meet them it was like oh this is these are the people that I love this this is them and you just you just kind of you go with it in the moment and 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 it happens and you just have to be open to it just the idea is to be open. Openness. Yes. Name of the game. Candace, Candace is like that long-winded preacher on Sunday. <laughs> what if you're open, you have good energy with the kids, Yeah. you're, you're, you're branching out, trying to you know, establish this relationship, and the kids just bad as hell. They hadn't been raised right then. What do you do? Because that, that, that happens. To me, no, no, no. Thank you, you for being real, Chris. Then you, got, then you gotta happen. work with her to get them on the same wavelength as you. Like, I am a walking contradiction. I am a love child of a preacher. All right? My daddy is a preacher. All right? So at the end of the day, I understood. I had, to, I had to accept my stepdaddy. He was there. He was always there. It ain't like he was going anywhere. Did I like him at first? No, you ain't my real daddy. That's what I, I told him. But he be like, I'm going to whoop you like I'm your real daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of the day, it's about a kid. Like she said, a kid is going to be a kid. Mm -hmm. Whatever energy you approach them with, if it's loving, they're going to gravitate towards it. They don't care. Yeah. Like I told you before, when kids get in their teens, they hate their parents anyway. They're going to go to their non-parents and tell them everything. 
All right. Let's okay. go to the next question. Okay, Thank next question. Uh, this is from Anonymous. Hi, between all of the couples on stage, who has the best sex life? Mine. <laughs> how would we know that? <laughs> Me. How would we know that? Come on. We having all the best sex. Was this a competition? Well, Hank, we know. They just able to make babies. That's it. I mean. No, I think we, yeah. Babies okay, on that top answered of babies. It. Um, there's another young woman here named Danielle who's a Howard University student. Uh, she has a question for everybody. Hi, my name is Danielle. I am a Howard University graduate student working on a dual degree. <laughs> Sorry. Working on a dual degree in uh, social work and public health. Um, and I'm currently expecting my first baby. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I'm so you like to have sex too. Hello. <laughs> yeah. hey, if she was single saying all that, no, I was about to put you on, bro. Everybody in this room like to have sex. Stop that. Yeah. Well, I'm a Go Scorpio, on now. so, you know. But um, I'm nervous as crap because I've never had a kid that I could not give back to their parent. And like I said, I am in graduate school, so I'm just beginning my career. I'm just beginning my life as a young woman. So what advice would you have? Just do it. Put that baby in the backpack yeah. and reach your goals. He'll celebrate them with you. You'll be surprised at how much you change when you have that child. It's like you just kick in the overdrive and you do whatever's necessary. You won't even think twice about it. You just yeah. handle it. And I, I guarantee you, it'll just click as soon as it happens. Make sure you have some help, though. <laughs> For those long nights of studying, just have some, somebody reliable. It wouldn't be a bad idea to start looking now. Because it's not easy, especially when you get that baby in your hand. You ain't going to trust nobody with it. Mm. Okay, Good do luck, you guys though. want Congrats. one more question? Let's get another one. Yes, yes, um, we have time. Your audience has so many for you. But um, this mother writes, why is it not for lazy moms? I'm a lazy mom, and, I, and it's always <laughs> hard. <laughs> if she's a mom, she's not lazy. Yeah. It was a play on words. I'm very um, snarky. So the whole thing was either it will attract people because they know like, oh, okay, this is for me. Or it will, it will spark curiosity in people where they're like, wait, what is this about? Am I lazy? Let me see. But when you go onto the website, you'll actually see that it's normal moms. We're not experts. We're all sharing different tips. I got wrap up music for myself. Um, but you'll go onto the website and you'll see that there are normal moms sharing their tips, confessing. My favorite part about notforlazymoms.com are the confessions. Mm. We have people who write in things that they go through that other moms might look at them and, and judge them, but they're putting it out there because it's real. So it's all about just doing what you got to do as a mom. And, and for that, who can be lazy if you're a mom? That requires so much attention. So. Yeah. Thank true. you for the question. Well, what about Very the true. single father? I was about yes. to say that. What about the but single father? I'm not father? single, but I'm a good daddy. Hey, that, you that, better shot me out. Not for lazy dads. I'm a take dad, care of my children. I'm a dad. I take well, my children churn. <laughs> okay, everybody. Can we hear it for the cast of Not For Lazy Boys? Thank y'all so much. And Monique Sandy Rose. Karen Huber. We had to throw the wrench in it. Ashley Darby. Candice Bassett. Let's hear it. Woo! So, one... Yo, did y'all want to? Y'all can actually exit if you want. Yep, and then we're going to wrap up. So um, as they exit the stage, y'all can go ahead out. You good? What about the baby daddy? Woohoo! Yes! Oh my God! Join us for the after party, then you can ask all the questions I couldn't ask on TV. Come on! Let's go. Woo! Okay. 
So anyone who knows anything about Not For Lazy Moms, the podcast, knows that we always end every podcast episode with a tip, a confession, and a moment of silence. You said a what? So, with a, with a, with a. So, one of, so one tip that I do have that I want to definitely put out there is when I look at all of the guests that we had up here today, one thing that I saw was that they weren't afraid to try again. So my tip would be to take your time and the one that's meant to complete your family or your relationship goals will definitely come. Because clearly we've had, the guests up here have had totally different situations, but the one thing that was consistent was that they weren't afraid to love again. And that's a beautiful thing. So um, that would be my tip. And Ali, you have a confession? Uh, my confession would probably be that I feel like I'm way too needy to date somebody. I'm going to agree with Ashley on this one. I'm way too needy to date somebody with kids. I mean, when I met my husband, he knows. I was like, don't tell me about your past. Don't, don't tell me about your exes because I'm just going to pretend you were a virgin before I met you. So <laughs> I want there to be an ex involved. I yeah. like that too. <laughs> and then I just want to give a moment of silence for all the bonus kids out there whose parents don't make them feel like they're in the middle. To the moms and dads who are willing to give another shot to love. And to the brave ones who aren't afraid of an instant family when they found the one that they found in love, that they fell in love with. So, a moment of silence. We ain't never silenced during a moment of silence. Well, you weren't. You never <laughs> are, Hank. We Let's were almost real. there. Sorry. But anyway, go ahead and play that music oh, as, we, as I say thank you. Thank you to everyone that came out tonight to support my first live podcast. A special thank you to all my guests, Fred Smooth, Candace and Chris Bassett, a.k.a. Brown Brown. <laughs> Ashley and Michael Darby, Karen Huger, my hilarious MC of the night, Sarah Frazier of the Woo! Harry Frazier Podcast. All of my gift sponsors, Elizabella Cosmetics by Ashley Peterson. Side note, you can actually purchase some of her amazing lipsticks and glosses tonight if y'all leave out. If you want to try them out, she has somebody there for you. And if you want to make a purchase, you can. Um, my Yell Organics, Prima Hair Collection by Candice. LaDame Fragrance by Karen Huger. And then the Samuels Basket by myself and Chris. <laughs> Thank you so much, Easy Street. DJ Trini, keeping, it, keeping the tunes going. Thank you, brother. My brother, Kevin, who designed all of the promotional items that you see for Not For Lazy Mom. Thank you, thank you, Kevin. Leaf, my office manager slash event planner slash everything. She made it happen tonight. Thank you so much, Leaf. And she even had time to change. You go, girl. I want to thank Amp by Stratmore and everyone that made tonight possible. And last but not least, my dream team, Allie Jacobs, cousin Hank, the forever bachelor, and my very sexy husband who is like everything, rubbing on my booty. Oh my God. <laughs> thank y'all so much. <laughs>